Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You know, last year in Kansas City, we had 150 homicides. About 40% of those cases in Kansas City remain unsolved. Many are considered cold. A heartbreaking reality for dozens of Metro families. She never had no enemies. She never um, was a negative person. She was always a positive person. Each victim has a unique story in life and in death with friends, family, detectives, and prosecutors all fighting for justice. It's all about closure. It's not snitching. It's called helping. It's been long enough. We're joining the case to get answers. This is Fox 4 Problem Solvers Crime Files, the podcast. I'm Kara Small. A Metro woman thought she'd found the one. The one to grow old with and build a life. But just weeks after their relationship began, it ended in a car in a Kansas City neighborhood. Now it's been 13 years since someone sat down with a gun behind Kiki Morton and pulled the trigger just inches from her head. Now her sister hopes 13 will turn into a lucky number for her and detectives and help them get justice by arresting Kiki's killer. 20-year-old Kiki Morton met Marco Summers in January, just after the calendar flipped to 2005. He was 13 years older, but that didn't seem to phase Kiki, according to her sister, Malika. She was a very people's person. Every time you've seen her, she was always smiling. Uh, she can get along with anybody. And she just always had you laughing. Like, Kiki was very goofy, and she was very fun to be around. When she come into the room, she brings joy into the air. You all, she always gave off um, good vibes. Malika says that her sister was just enjoying life in January and February of 2005 and getting to know her new love interest, Marco, and his five children. She wasn't really, she was just happy. She was doing a lot of stuff with him, um, going on outings, going on datings. Um, she was very happy. She was in a peaceful place. Kiki had her own responsibilities too. Malika was just a year younger, but she says Kiki practically raised her. We was. Like Bonnie and Clyde, when you see her, you see me. <laughs> we did almost everything together. She taught me like everything I know. Like she taught me how to grow up and taught me to always, you know, to be somebody. Don't ever tell nobody. T -t don't ever, ever let nobody tell you that you can't be be someone and be anything you want to be. So I looked up to her and I admired her. Together, they were also teaching and raising Kiki's young daughter. She was a good role model. She just had a brilliant personality and very kind-hearted and loving and warm. Kiki was very smart. When I say she loved those books. She was always in the book. She was always reading. She was always writing. Um, she knew big old words that I even never heard of. <laughs> Malika says Kiki got pregnant in high school and had a baby at age 17. But that didn't stop her. Kiki graduated and wanted to eventually become a nurse. Malika says the little girl changed their lives. And when my niece was born, it was just amazing, heartwarming. Um, she has the one to love on even stronger to make her grow up even better and make different decisions, um, think wiser. 
My niece was her everything. According to Malika, Kiki and her daughter were always together. When you seen my, my, my sister, you seen my, my niece. They identical. She's goofy just like her mom. A straight resemblance. She have her mom, big old smile. Uh, she reads a lot like her mom. Everything she do is like her mom all over again, and I can't stress that enough. Kiki's daughter was just three when someone murdered her mom. Now, 13 years later, she's a teenager. Malika says it's been difficult for her as she grows up. She's angry because she have a lot built in, like growing up with her mom, that's very, very hard. When they have activities at school throughout her childhood and all the way up to now, when they have activities at like bring your mom to school or have um, cupcakes with mom or anything, it makes my niece sad because her mom's not there. She holds a lot in. And then when it comes out, it's like she explodes. So her feelings is all over the place. She's very heartbroken. And so we just try to comfort her as much as possible and bring up the good memories of her. Malika says she has good memories of her sister, a lot of them. Love to have fun, very good system humor. We always listen to music because she loved the music. Um, we used to act lyrics out on songs and uh, play karaoke together. She loved to sing. She loved to dance, rap and R&B, old school. My mom always played old school music, so she knew every song that came on the radio. <laughs> but Kiki didn't just sing. She also loved to spend time in the kitchen. Her favorite thing to cook was some chicken. She loved to cook some chicken. Fried? Fried chicken. She loved to cook fried chicken. Um, she can cook anything you can name of. She wasn't very, she wasn't really a baker before it's cooking. She can make a Sunday meal on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, <laughs> anytime. And she always fed everyone. So when she cooked, she made big old dishes. She can cook her butt off. She was skinny as I don't know what, but she loved to eat. And we used to call her the cookie monster because she can eat, eat a lot of cookies, always in a cookie jar. Um. <laughs> Malika says Kiki also loved her family. The day before she died, Malika and her sister were taking turns visiting their grandfather in the hospital. He'd suffered a heart attack. Kiki was at the hospital in the hours before she died. When she needed a ride home and couldn't get a hold of anyone, Malika says Kiki called Marco, the guy she'd been dating for just two months. He picked her up from the hospital in the middle of the afternoon and apparently told Kiki he needed to run an errand near Blue Ridge in Bennington before he took her home. They passed my sister's house, so he didn't even drop her off. Went out there to meet one of his friends, or so-called friends, I would say. Picked him up and he got in, in the back seat. Marco didn't let no one close to him unless they were real cool. They were his friends, so it was somebody that she knew and someone that he knew. Police say that's when it happened. That's when the person who got into the back seat pulled a gun and shot Kiki and Marco. Marco was already dead when police arrived. Kiki would later die at the hospital. The gunman shot both of them in the head. Police know that people witnessed what happened. It was around three o'clock in the afternoon. Malika says someone was hosting a birthday party nearby. A woman called police to report the shooting. The lady who called 911. Call it Springs 911. What's the location of the emergency? Said the car was swerving down the street. Um, so I guess Marco was tussling with him and he pulled the trigger on my sister. She got shot right here on the left side um, in her head and Marco got shot in the back of the skull and the back of the neck um, and then they crashed. She seen the guy who jumped out the car. Um, the birthday party that was going on across the street, I'm sure they seen the guy who jumped out the car because it was a four door. The guy, he was tall, skinny, um, had on jeans, had on a cap. They said he jumped out the vehicle.
My sister was still gasping for her breath at the time. Malika says she and her mom were together when she got a call from someone she knew. The person on the phone told her that Marco was dead and there was a girl in the car with him at the time of the shooting. Malika says she tried to call Kiki, but her sister didn't answer. It wasn't until hours later that officers showed up at her mother's place to deliver the bad news. Boom, 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 boom. At the door, when we heard those loud knocks at the door, I already knew it wasn't all I heard. My mom was saying, no, 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 not my baby, not my baby. And I knew she was talking about my sister, you know, when she was screaming like that. And I'm, it hurts me so, so, so bad. Like, when I say I got a lot of anger inside me too, like, I want people to feel my pain. I want people to feel my wrath. Police say the unique thing about Kiki's murder is that it happened in the middle of the afternoon. The shooter couldn't hide under the cover of darkness and try to escape. Someone had to be pretty brazen to climb in the backseat of a car and have a gun. Someone had to be pretty brazen to climb into the backseat of a car, have a gun, and pull the trigger. Plus, anyone could have and probably did witness what happened. Yet 13 years later, no one's been charged in Kiki's homicide. It's a long time and the pain never go away. It does not get better. It get worse. The streets is small and I feel that a lot of people that know don't want to say anything because we don't have a witness protection program here. And so like if they say anything, like who's going to protect them? You know, and that's what they fear for. And I just know other people know and it hurts that they, they're not saying anything. Like people don't want to say anything until it hits home. Don't wait till it hits home to, to say anything or come forward to any news that you know. We are hurting out here. We really, 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 really want to know. Have sleepless nights. Um, can't eat. Plenty of times before I even had my, my children, I thought about suicide. I'm sure her daughter thought about suicide plenty of times. You know, it's just hard and it, and, and, and it hurts very, very bad. There are only two things that will ease their suffering. One is that it never happened that Kiki wasn't gunned down in the same car as a man she dated for just two months. But her daughter is growing up and Kiki's there by her side. That can't happen. The other thing that will ease their pain is an arrest in Kiki's murder. That's the only thing Malika is asking for right now. The guy who did it, I know you have sleepless nights or the, if, you, if a woman you land with them and you know he did, I know you have sleepless nights. Like, that hurts. And karma's, karma, karma's a, a, a mess, you know. God is going to deal with you if he's not making you suffer already, you know. And I, I, I pray every night that we seek justice, that someone come forward and say what they know. I fear every day, like, for my safety, but I don't care. Like, I just want her murderer to come forward, to come clean. You know, enough is enough. Malika's pain is still raw, even 13 years after Kiki's death. You took my sister's life and you took her boyfriend's life, an innocent life. You don't, you don't deserve to be walking around here no more. You was that careless, you know what I'm saying, to take a mother. She was a mother, she was a sister, she was a daughter. What if it was you? What if that was your daughter? What if that was your um, granddaughter? Um, you wanna know why the person did it um, for them to come forward. We're not gonna get all the pieces we know or not, but at least that'd be a little bit of it. Malika knows that after 13 years, it's going to take someone, maybe a friend, maybe a stranger, 
crime stoppers, how may I help you? To come forward and give police the tip they need to make an arrest. She has a message for that person too. It's not called being a snitch, it's called being, being a bigger person um, to help the next family out. Because um, if you don't say anything, the cycle's gonna keep on, keep on going on and on and on, and it's gonna keep on being um, countless murders, um, being unsolved, um, cold cases like my sister that she is now. It's not snitching, it's called helping. And I'm, I'm, I'm on my knees and I'm begging, can you all please come forward? It's been 13 years. I'm tired, I've been tired. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of wondering, I'm tired of everything. I just wanna know. And I want him to pay for what he did. Just feel my pain, what if it was you? My sister Thompson is turning over in her grave. I know she is. You know, I have dreams about her every night. Speak. I'm being her voice right now, and can you all be her voice as well and come forward with whatever you know? Call the Tips Hotline. Um, call Crime Stoppers. Call Ad Hoc. If you have any information about the murder of 20-year-old Kiki Morton, even if you think it's something police already know, call the TIPS hotline at 816-474-TIPS. Email your tip to kccrimestoppers.com or send your tip through the Crime Stoppers app. You can download it at p3tips.com. There is a $10,000 reward in this case. You can find other episodes of Crime Files on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as fox4kc.com. Just search Crime Files. For Fox 4 Crime Files, I'm Kara Small.